strings. Yeah, but pays. We do. Life happens. We want to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Yeah. If we do that. <laughs> I read somewhere, if you want your podcast to be successful, you should stay on a schedule of releasing episodes in the same day all the time. Yeah. Threw that out the window. Yeah, no, that's that's not our... Uh, it's not what we do. It's not our MO here. No. At Burn Offerings Headquarters. Very laid back environment here. Dress button down, guys. Fucking button down. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, Friday is Hawaiian shirt and jeans day. So if you want to come in. <laughs> uh, wear jeans and your uh, Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> good times had by most. <clears throat> cheese in and on i'm gonna turn this life around so we are back and we are talking about a pretty fucking good movie dude i haven't seen it in probably like seven years before tonight solid i like it felt it was a good time to talk about it yeah i was actually really excited when you texted me earlier this week and suggested that we do this movie because it's just I haven't seen it in a long time and it's just good to fucking dig something out of the vault man I was skeptical just because like Arrow was Arrow Blu-ray just got released of it and everybody's fucking like creaming their jeans over it and yeah but I'm like you know what let's fucking do it because who knows maybe there's gonna be somebody on the fence about buying that Blu-ray yeah yeah true true and they're gonna hear us meander our way through it drunkenly yeah which is going to happen. And may decide that they want to check it out. Yeah. Every time I've ever looked for this movie on VHS, they just want too much fucking money for it. Yeah. So I never really obtained... I might just get, like, the DVD or something. Who knows? There's no DVD. Movie is... There is. to the X. There is no DVD. Nope. Good point. So, so when even, you brought it over, it was the VHS. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was actually telling Jared uh, earlier tonight that the first time I seen this movie, he brought it over year. I mean, this was fucking like a long time ago, dude. Excellent. I had never seen this movie. He brought it over with Intruder and Stage Fright, and I watched all three that day and never seen any of them. And just that's it, man. I don't even remember doing that. Yeah, well, I, I remember, but I mean, that's that's a. Very solid triple feature. It was. You brought all three, and uh, it was good. It was good stuff, man. Like Edge of the Axe really had me. Like it kind of rekindled my whole like stalk and slash dude in a mask. You know that I hadn't seen yet. It was cool. I liked it. Dude, there's fucking there's hidden there's hidden slashers out there everywhere. I know. I'm gonna have to revisit Iced apparently. I was actually just thinking about that. I've seen it posted so many times in the past month, and I'm like, fuck, man, I'll give that one another go. Maybe I was just on an off day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I was, but I'm going to give it another shot. I will. I just. I am very lenient when it comes to movies. Like, I'm usually, I could find something that kind of saves it mm -hmm. for me, and I don't remember any of that in Iced. I don't either. And it was a movie I wanted to like. Me too, because the premise was great. And you know me, I don't shy away from a slasher movie ever, right? No. That's my favorite subgenre of horror, and uh, I celebrate even the bad ones. But sometimes, like in all fairness, lunch meat is fucking terrible. But 
I love that movie. I hail it as See, like that's a great... the thing. I like I'm the same way. There's like SOV films that people would think are unwatchable that I love. I will pop on and enjoy them. I didn't have that with Iced. I didn't either. And I will be the first to admit if I come back, if I watch it on the next like the following episode we do after I watch it, if I end up liking it, I'll admit, dude, I was wrong and I fucking like that movie. Me too. I would like it to be the case. Maybe I missed something. I don't know, but I don't know the feeling it. Yeah. I'll give it another shake. Yeah. I like it. Trick or it. Treats. A terrible movie. Uh, 82 Trick or Treats. Not yeah. Trick or Treat or Trick or Treat. Yeah. You want to like the movie because the artwork's so cool. And it's not a good movie. <laughs> and it's tough to sit through. But, you know, whatever. Um, Dude, that's the worst when a fucking movie has, like everything else going for it it's like marketing was solid fucking artwork was great fucking everything about it should be it's like you should fucking love this movie but they just it's just horrible mm-hmm. everything was just a selling point to like sell you on shit yeah I don't know what's worse that or a movie that should have gotten the push that didn't that I personally find to be a great slasher that just got lost in the shuffle like Fatal Games. I don't think that movie got the push. It still hasn't gotten a Blu-ray. The VHS is impossible to find. If anyone has it, they're not letting it go. And if you do find it, it's way too much money. But I really enjoy that movie. I really like Fatal Games. Yeah, it's like a fucking knockoff of uh, Graduation Day, whatever. But, dude, it, I like it. I, I thought it was great. Dude, I dig it. Like, it's nothing like... It's not like... I wouldn't put it on a top list. No, but it was... But I really fucking like that movie. It's damn better than some of the movies that got good pushes in the 80s. And honestly, I'd rather have a movie that just flew under the radar that didn't get the fucking push it got, didn't get the recognition, than a movie that looks like it fucking should be 100% like stellar and is just garbage. Oh, I hear you. I love finding, like... I'd rather be like kicking myself for avoiding a movie because it had shit artwork and everything looked horrible on it and then finding out it was a really good movie mm-hmm. than the flip of that. Yeah. Yeah, because the uh, the Fatal Games uh, cover that i seen doesn't really leave much to the uh, you know, the hand with like, what is it, the tennis ball or something or the shot put or something? No, it's hand holding a gold medal. Oh, is it a gold medal? Yeah. That doesn't really sell... The whole, see that works for me. It looked good. It looks good. That don't look bad. I just don't it has look... to look good for me. Yeah. yeah, for me it has to have that. Like it has to look good. It has to have that fucking style to it. Yeah, and that that works for me. I look at that Fatal Games. Maybe it's because I already knew it was a fucking slasher. I'm like, all right, dude. Fucking, yeah. I get it. It's gonna be a fucking like an Olympic type of fucking slasher, which it basically was. Followed the same mo as fucking Graduation Day. Yeah. But then, like, the trick-or-treats. That's another one. That with the, with awesome. the candy, like, the trick-or-treating bag ripped open, bleeding. Yeah. Awesome. You're like, dude, this has to be good. A Halloween slasher movie? Holy fuck. And it's just, it's terrible. It's just, so it never gets going. Too much dialogue. Annoying kid. <laughs> but, yeah. We, uh, I'm excited to be back, so... What's going on in the world of Jared, dude? Um, programming ship. Yeah. I got... I'm almost done with the one. 
trying to get myself amped up, trying to look for another fucking job, basically. Yeah. Um, so I had to like rekindle a lot of the things and actually get projects out there so you know people might actually want to hire me and believe me when I tell them I know how to do things. Right. But the one I'm almost finishing is uh, I was going to ask you, do you have a Spotify account? I don't. Okay, fuck. I can probably start one. Well, no, no. I, I had to start one for this project anyway. Oh, okay. But I was going to like what I'm building is basically it uses a Spotify API so I can build out a playlist and then send it to a Spotify account. So I'll log into Spotify and then build a playlist and then send it to my Spotify account. Okay. I just thought it'd be fun to have your Spotify account and I'll just send you random playlists. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I don't have that. I I used yeah. to and then I just got rid of it or whatever. I just But I'm almost done with it. Then once it's done, I'm actually just gonna probably like post out it, have people use it just so I can see if it's broken or not. Okay. And then the other one I built was uh, basically a Yelp clone. The site Yelp? Yeah. Yeah, I basically built a clone of that. You can use that for, like, anything, right? Yeah. I was actually thinking about making a couple different, like... Because I built one that's basically just Yelp clone. And I thought about building one that was going to be like to search for fucking record stores. That's what I, it's the first thing that popped in my head, dude. And yeah. you, you, this is the first time of me hearing about it. But when you said Yelp, like clone, I'm thinking, dude, comment five stars on this record store. They always got solid records. Like that's that's pretty cool. Like, thought about making one that would like you could just search for like the nearest place that has wine, and just calling the app Suburban Mom. <laughs> Like whine about it. <laughs> like white suburban mom. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but I don't know. That's basically what I've been doing. I come home from work, play with the dogs, and then do that until I go to sleep. Oh, and man. some days I go to sleep like wanting to fucking like kill myself and don't want to program anything ever again because I just get stuck. Yeah. Then I come home like from work and I get on and I'm like, oh, that was the issue. All right, we're cool. Yeah. Dude, I just... Mm, you're so adult. I'm so adult? You are so adult. Because, dude, <laughs> I am putting in the hardest grind of my life on this new Mortal Kombat game. I am so adolescent when it comes to See, that no, shit. See, no, here's the thing with that game. I wouldn't be doing it as hard as you for the sole fucking fact of why grind away when you can't... Un, just unlock characters you have to fucking buy them yeah. go fuck yourself I'm not doing that shit I will play casually I will play Street Fighter casually and not buy any of the fucking characters cause go fuck yourself I'm not paying money for characters for a game that I spent 60 bucks on I, I get it I, I understand but like the people that made this game are very smart there's a story mode so when you first get the game you play story mode and it hooks you into this storyline that revolves around the game and then you unlock the crypt and then you build coins and all this other shit i won't bore anybody with it but like you have to hard grind this fucking game hours that turn into days that turn into weeks that have now turned into months to unlock gear outfits Everything. See, that shit to me doesn't fucking matter. Can you grind away and unlock characters? Yes. When you beat story mode, you unlock Frost. And then Joker just got released three days ago. 
and then Spawn is going to be released March 8th, which will complete the roster. But can you unlock them or you got to buy them? You got to buy them. See, fuck that. You got to buy them. I would never have in my game because I, I, fuck, fuck that. I know. That's it's, like loot box shit. Like, yeah. I'm not paying for that shit. I know. It's, I don't know. But I, I love it, though. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't play any other fucking games, dude. I mean, I use my Xbox for, like, Netflix and Shudder. And that game does not leave my... That's it. That's all I play. I got Grand Theft Auto Five. I probably played 25% of it. Haven't picked it up in three, four years. You know what I just downloaded? Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh, dude, see, I would, I would play that all day. That's why I was talking to somebody at work about it. I'm like, dude, I want to play Vice City. Yeah. And I didn't realize it was on Steam. They're like, oh, it's on Steam for like three bucks. Dude, I'm like, oh, that's what I'm doing when I get home. I got home and fucking downloaded it. Nice. I love Vice City. I'm like, I I intend to do zero of the missions and just find all the hidden packages of cocaine because that's all I remember doing in that game. Like, I, I, I beat three. I... Actually, I think I ended up beating Vice City. But San Andreas, I don't even think I got off the first island. I just got so bored with the game. Yeah. That I, I just like I'm like, Andreas. I just want to do the jumps and find hidden packages and do all the stupid fucking weird shit. And I plan on doing that with this. I don't plan on doing the missions. I'm gonna go find the fucking Scarface building. Mm-hmm. It's like the ch- uh, the blood in the fucking shower with the chainsaw. Yeah. And then the, there's the <laughs> office with the Oh yeah, that's in there too. The palm yeah. trees and the sunset, and then I'm gonna fucking find all the hidden packages and just hit some sweet jumps. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's what was so much fun about that game. See how long I can keep a five star rating going. Yeah, see GTA Five doesn't allow for any of that. Like you can't go on killing sprees. You lose a bunch of money and it just fucks your whole. Oh, they fucking changed they it. They changed it to where you can't just go around shooting cops and shit. You just you, you <laughs> lose like a ton of money. Like it just sets you back, so it's not even worth it. And money, I'm, I'm guessing. I see. I haven't. That's. I haven't played really four or five, so I'm guessing money's important. Mm-hmm. That's. Oh, that's dumb. You can't do anything without it. I'm kind of a disappointed in Rockstar on that aspect. And there's three different characters that you play as, so it's not just like your one dude going through like in Vice City. It's like three dudes, and they have their own. Dude, it's so much grind time on that game, dude, and I just lost interest. I don't know. I bought MKX back when I got it, when I got the uh, Xbox, and I just loved it. Played that. Spent a ton of money on that game. Unlocked the crypt. Unlocked a bunch of characters. Still not done with that game, and now I have eleven. And I'm, <laughs> dude. I mean, just like <laughs> up until the time you pulled up this tonight, I was playing that game. I was going to take a nap after work, and I'm like, nah, man, I got to do this MK11. I got to open up so much new shit. I'm just like, tomorrow, that's the first thing I'm doing when I go home. Yeah, whatever. It's a hobby of mine, dude. You know? And it's just like, you know. But, yeah, like I said, you're so adult, and I'm just like hammering away at this Mortal Kombat game. I love it, though. Dude, it's not really like me being so adult. I just really like programming. Well, you're damn good at it, so I'm not good that. at it. No, that's the thing. I'm not good at it. Okay. I don't think I'm good at it. Well, I don't, there's people way fucking better at it than me. I'm just... I just like it. I like being able to, like, build shit and write code. Right on. I'm not good at it. I just like it. Well, I'm a fan of your programming. What I've seen of it. 
And maybe since I finished those two things, I could finish the goddamn Burn Offerings horror trivia, which is like 95% done. I just haven't fucking finished it. Yeah, coming soon, folks. We are. It will happen. I think that was a year ago. Yeah. I posted screenshots. I was like, yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, it is, it is, yeah, it's coming. I just got to finish it. Yeah, I won't throw out what you proposed to me earlier about our... Uh, no, because that's, that's ways away. It is, but it's a cool idea, and I think, you know, maybe... People might like it. I don't know. It'd be cool, I think. I think it's a great idea. But yeah, Other than that, man, uh, you've been doing the programming thing. Got the dogs here hanging out. They're being quiet. Yeah, so far. So so far, so good. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I hear you. I think one of them's going to get in our business. Yeah, he will. He always does. <laughs> um, but, I mean, honestly, that's besides doing that, I uh, I missed I missed a show kind of pissed off about the addicts this fucking came over the past week i seen uh tim went yeah fucking everybody and their uncle went man yeah. like everybody went and i missed it i missed the show too so pissed yeah which one'd you miss uh toke oh yeah that we yeah we, you saw them i did no that's the thing i did see them so and you saw them with a way better band absolutely it was a mediocre uh bill yeah but Toke's always cool. Mediocre Bill at a really shithole place. Yeah, that's why I didn't go. I didn't, it was a Thursday night. I'm like, fuck. But, you know, missed that. But, you know, there are some shows coming up that I do actually want to go to. In all seriousness, I want to go to the shit life. And I think they're playing with Girth. And Oh, there's some pretty decent shit life shows coming up. And Girth shows coming up. Yeah. And Stress Fest. Yeah. I kind of want to. I want to hit that too. Maybe that's at Trumbleplex, right? Midwest Blast Test. Oh fuck, man! Like that's got to happen. There's so many good bands on there. I haven't seen Mitch's new project. Yeah, they were supposed to play that Trumbleplex show, and it got canceled because that was a snowstorm came through. I heard. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Fuck, you know. But you know, yeah, dude. Some good shows coming up. Couple shit life shows. Shit life has a new T-shirt design out. That's real fucking sweet. Fuck yeah, um, who's on that? Leprechaun. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Leprechaun. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. Pretty cool uh, shirt. Might have to cop one from them dudes. Fuck, I wear the Slayer one fucking all the time. Dude, I got Once a, a week, man. I got the fucking um, colored vinyl of Rain and Bud. Cool. I got to get the black vinyl from them. Yeah. When it comes to, like, friends bands, I always try to get all the versions of their releases. Yeah, the variants and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I have, like, 15 different Acid Witch records. You do. You really do, man. And they're all just... And Slasher Dave. Mm-hmm. Just killer. It's it's all good. It's so fucking awesome. I've had, I've had people hit me up about Slasher Dave shit. Yeah? Because, like, his first um, Spook, Spook House... house I got all three colors, and it came with a tote bag. I've had people like hit me up on a post from like five, six years ago, like, "Hey, man, how much you want to sell that tote bag for? I'll make it worth your while." Like, you probably won't really make it worth my while. Mm-hmm. So I just never respond to them. But it's like, goddamn. No, I hear you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But speaking of uh, acid, which those dudes are going to like South America, going to Brazil in September. That's so cool. They deserve it, dude. I agree. There's no band that does anything like what they do. 
deserve that shit. I agree. I agree. That's fucking, that's really cool, man. And uh, while we're on the Detroit music subject, Nuke is, like, apparently... Nuke is back! Nuke is in the mix. I've seen some shit, and I think it's happening. Like, it's happening. We're going to have some new Nuke material hopefully soon, dude. I remember last time I talked to you, this was like a while ago, I talked to Mike, and he said, like, Dad, like, a good handful of new shit already at that point. Oh, that's awesome. Pete just had his kid. Yeah. And everything's fucking... Yeah. Tony got used to having a kid. Yep. Everybody's fucking plateauing out, saying so get shit together. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they're... Uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear new nuke. Me too. Uh, new Temple of Voids coming out. Yeah, that... They've had a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read nothing but good things about that new Temple of Void. I got to check that out. Right. If anybody's into it, um, I don't know if it was this past month or the month prior, so it might not. It might be too late. But mm-hmm. Decibel Magazine did their fucking uh, flexi, mm-hmm. and it uh, has a Temple of Void track. So yeah. if you can find that fucking issue with that flexi, definitely pick it up. Yeah. Um, always been a fan of Temple of Void, honestly. I liked uh, one of the albums over the other. I can't remember which one. I like which. them both. I like them both. I think the, f- I don't know. I don't know uh, which one I like better. I don't even think I do. I think I like them both about the same. But I, from what I understand, this new album is just like the pinnacle of whatever it is they do. Like the, as the vocals are really good and the guitars are really good and just like all the reviews I've read, I'm like. I have to check it out. It's got to happen. Like I, I know it's right up my alley. I, I, I dig their sound. Yeah, I've seen them live. They're great live. Like, pretty pretty stoked on that man. Um, but it, other than, have you been listening to anything new? Anything uh, new? No, just old stuff. Old stuff. Yeah. Nothing new. Um, jamming Halloween. Killer. Fucking uh, Keepers of the Seven Keys album. Fuck, dude, is that not a classic? It's a great album. Was it two? There's two. Yeah, it's Keepers of the Seven Keys part one, Keepers of the Seven Keys part two. Yeah. I was listening to part one. Mm, Okay. It has um, I'm Alive, fucking Halloween, uh, Future World. Yeah. Yeah, There's this dude at work. He's like 24. He's the kid I like every once in a while, like, we'll talk music. And he'll hear me say something about bands from Japan, and he'll be like, oh, you need to check these guys out. And it's totally not what I'm into, but I give him credit for, like, shit I just never heard of, like punk bands from other countries. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And um, he said he'd listen to um, fucking, why am I blanking on the genre? He's, like, super into power metal. So I'm like, all right, if you heard of Halloween... He's like, no. I'm like, listen to Keep It Like Seven Keys. I'm like, ones before the album before that, like the it's more of like just speed metal. I was like, but Keep It Like Seven Keys came in. It's like a straight up fucking like, it's power metal, man. Yeah, very he anthemic. Came, yeah, he came back like the next day. He's like, okay. He's like, there's this band I listen to named blah, 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 and I don't know if I can know a newer band. He's like, but I can tell they 100 percent get a shit ton of inspiration from Halloween. <laughs> Real quick, what does he listen to? He he's all he's all over the map, man. It's like uh, newer newer like power metal bands, like newer shit. Does he like Eternal Champion? 
I've, I'll ask. I don't know. Yeah, I never talked no about he it. He doesn't. If he likes power metal, that's like. I see. I don't know. I don't know which like route he takes with that shit, and I don't know exactly how many routes there are with that okay. shit. Okay, I was just curious. Like sabotage? Does he listen to fucking? Don't know. I think it's all just newer bands. Oh, okay. But like he's he's giving me like bands to check out, and the one band I don't know where they're from. I think they're from like Sweden or Switzerland or something. But it basically just sounded like the band Garbage. Oh, gotcha. He gave me like so he's like indie type shit, fucking grunge type shit, but like underground from like different countries. Gotcha. Like when he hear me, he'll hear me talk about bands from Japan. He'd be like, "Oh, who?" and knows like Defector. And I'm like, I'll send you the link if you want to check him out. And I finally, like, I gave it to him, and he finally checked it out. He's like, all right, yeah. He's like, that's, like, super, like, crusty, man. I'm like, yeah, when I talk about the bands I listen to from Japan, like, Japan punk bands, that's... Imagine Defector. I'm like, that's basically what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's kind of stopped giving me bands to check out. Because <laughs> I think <laughs> now he's finally pinpointed that we are on different wavelengths when it comes to that. But. Absolutely. He's, there's been a few things where we talked about we were able to connect. We at least knew what we were talking about. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Like, Actually, what I thought was even funnier is I was just telling you about this. I fucking shared that Halloween video. Yeah. The I'm Alive video. My fucking mom liked the post, commented, thanks for sharing this, and then fucking shared it. <laughs> What a weird time. <laughs> I, get a, I get a fucking like, notification that my mom shared one of my posts. I'm like, what the fuck did she share? And it's the fucking Halloween fucking song. That means like all of her friends and family members are going to see a fucking <laughs> Halloween song. Like, yeah. That's awesome. That's kind of cool, man. I'm like, all right, man. Whatever. Next time I see her, I'm going to bring it up. Like, so you shared that? Like, why did you really like that song <laughs> granted like i'm alive has like a really upbeat fucking vibe to it right okay so i'm sure she listened to it and was like this is way better than that noisy shitty normally fucking shares God, it must be a generation thing just like off I subject know, i remember i posted uh fister life is short life is shit and soon yeah. it will be over and I didn't write anything, like, whatever. I just posted it, like, dude, heavy fucking Tuesday. And this dude I used to work with that's like, plays guitar in a cover band. It's like, dude, no. There's so much to live for, man. He's like, I know. He's like, he's like you're, I know you're a true rocker at heart. We used to talk about Black Sabbath all the time. Just hang in there, dude. I've been Holy there. I'm like, shit. I'm like, listen, dude, it's cool. It's just a fucking song. I'm having a, a splendid day. My pizza's on the way. I got fucking tapes in the VCR. I'm good. He's thinking you're about to fucking open a vein. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Oh, that's too good. Yeah, this dude I used to work with, man. He like played guitar in a like a bar cover band, and he loved Black Sabbath. So we kind of hit it. I don't know. He was like way older than me. He was like my mom's age, and he like sent like reached out to me i'm like what's going on here <laughs> so there's that but yeah holy just, shit yeah, i guess man but uh, um <laughs> all right <laughs> see what else um this band does get a lot of shit and i kind of ride i don't really ride the rails of that shit talking 
but I get it. But I dig their fucking early original releases. Fucking, I've been jamming for the first time in a while, actually. The first, like, handful releases of Toxic Holocaust. Like the fucking uh, Reaper's Grave 7-inch. Good God. Fucking Evil Never Dies full-length and the um, Hell on Earth full-length. Didn't really dig back into, like, Critical Mass, which is a really early stuff. It's fucking still awesome. Yeah. But that fucking, those, like, those first three, those fucking three, that EP and those two full-lengths, that's just straight-up fucking... God, it's I like know. you could the, you could tell the inspiration came from like German thrash, mm-hmm. and it's fucking there, and it's fucking great. And I know there's people I'm friends with who even don't even like that shit, and they talk shit so bad on Joel Grind and Toxic Holocaust. Which, I get it, dude. <laughs> I get it. I get it now. But the, you gotta, ex- you, dude. Those fucking early releases by him were fucking gold when it was just him. When he did everything, he was recording that shit in his fucking apartment. That shit was solid. Yeah. See, and I'm, I know you're a fan of like all of it. You're, I am. You, you celebrate the catalog. There's nothing I don't like from that band, dude. I like it all. That early stuff though is untouchable to me. They kind of got into like a formulaic thing, like after they kind of got some recognition and just, they just like well, he sent like demos. He sent demos out and then got he signed with Relapse. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where for me. It's kind of just kind of went away. Where I'm I like, get it. Uh, no, yeah, and you're kind of like that with like municipal waste too. Kind of at some point. Yeah, that's a band like the first, the first fucking two, which really a lot of people look at it as like they ignore waste them all as an album because it's like not even a, it's technically not a full album. Okay, but yeah, waste them all is fucking gold. And um, what the fuck's the second one? It's been a while. The big fucking dump truck on the cover. Hazardous mutations. Yeah, hazardous mutations. Yeah, those are my those like those two are solid. I don't for what they are. Those two are fucking solid. I think that I haven't heard uh, waste them all. I think I've heard hazardous mutations and the art of partying. I think those are the only two. Waste them all is good, man. Okay, well maybe you've put that on for me actually. I had to have. Yeah, because I I guarantee you did. Once, once you got turned on to like municipal waste, I think I finally was like, oh, you like them? Okay, well here's this. I didn't think you. Because I remember that that time period, you were like, dude. Because you were like, you like thrash. You need to check out some like some other shit than what you've known all your life. Like, there's bands out there doing it now. And then I, you probably put that on, and then like the Eliminator album, and then like Toxic Holocaust and shit. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. Like, and then you came over last weekend on Saturday to watch the NHL All Star game with me, and I threw on that like old. Toxic Holocaust show from like Sao Paulo, Brazil. Like 06. Oh, it was great, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was a good set. Yeah, it was. It's like an hour long set or something. I just think it was funny because you you know the crowd was like into it, but they didn't ha- they didn't have any mics pointing towards the crowd. So anytime a song ended, it sounded like crickets. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like he was playing to a crowd that gave two shits. It was weird though, but when the cameras panned out to the crowd, they were fucking going nuts though. Yeah. They were loving it. You know, it's like it's fucking uh, they they were opening for uh Volcano. Volcano, yeah. It's fucking pissed. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, I agree with you on the uh, early Toxic Holocaust. That's uh, it's good stuff, dude. I like it all, but the early stuff is like to me, it's untouchable. Yeah, the early stuff's great. Yeah. Um, and then uh, besides that, I'm jamming um, punk band Syndrome. 
two S's. Um, just like noisy, reverbed out, fucking like raw punk shit. Love it. They kind of uh, dipped out, haven't done much. But I think from what I heard from somebody is that they are actually in the process of coming back. So that'd be fucking great. But honestly, that's pretty much that I remember that I've been jamming. Okay. What about you, man? What you been up to? What you been jamming? Um, Just like they've been doing the Rush thing because of that whole thing. Right. You know how it is. I've been digging out like hemispheres and um, just like Caress of Steel and like the early prog stuff they did in the 70s when they wore cloaks and they were all cool and shit. Yeah, dude. I uh, did just been doing that. I uh, like I told you earlier. I was just going through a weird fucking mix of just different stuff. That band Carrier, that new album band Carrier. I was jamming them and like that was the best fucking buy I got from Dystopian Dogs. I really enjoy that record. Which, dude, anybody time out for anybody who's into like just really good underground metal, like new album, anything, check out Dystopian Dogs. It's a fucking distro ran out of Michigan. Uh, ran by I want to say it's Victor and Mike so Victor from Sauron and Mike from Acid Witch and a billion other goddamn things check them out online and go through the distro and fucking pick some shit up they always got really choice shits like covering the spectrum of fucking metal yeah for sure that's where I got that fucking carrier Oh, I didn't even know it got released I'm like yeah okay just a solid record man got a little bit of a like a rock feel to it but there's a there's like metal it's yeah. like you know it's like kind of weird where metal almost like where priest was at, at some point where it was rock and roll meets metal mm-hmm. just good riffs and good songwriting and just like almost some ballady stuff too but it just it works i yeah, like it's it fucking solid. that whole carrier record's really good i listened to that in that same day i listened to like um ice war and uh, what else did I tell you? I was just jamming. So, oh, some like some old crocus and shit. And then like you know, I, I just changed it up and was jamming some uh, hooded menace. And then went down that pike hole and found the new or the latest coffins record, and it fucking took me back. I just was like, whoa! I put it on. Just like, cool, let's listen to New Coffins. And halfway through the record, my fucking balls were to the wall, and the last track just fucking absolutely slaughtered me. I was like, this is the fucking best shit I've heard in, like, so long. It's just, it's Coffins. It's definitely Coffins. When the first fucking, like, five minutes, you're like, you're listening to a Coffins record, but I just think this one has so much more to offer, dude. See, I haven't checked it out yet. Totally forgot about it. We're going to jam it tonight. I just want to play one song for you. The closer on the album is fucking just, dude, it just blew me back. I, I just, it's one of them weird things where you just hear it for the first time and you're like, this is, like, already classic. It's already that good. Yeah. Honestly. So that's, I listen to that and uh, I think that's about it. I haven't really, oops, I haven't really jumped out of the loop. I don't know. I haven't really been doing that Mortal Kombat thing and just watching movies and shit. That's about it. But the definitely the new coffins was my whole thing. It was like, oh man, it's just fucking, I'm going to love it. I'll be here. I'll be spinning that for like, probably like the next couple of weeks nonstop. It's really good. So yeah, I need to actually check it out. Cause <laughs> I think you when like I, it. when I, that's a band, man, like I do the same thing with like a Holy grave. 
like when I put on a Coffins record, I will get dragged into a fucking hole and just <sighs> no, we'll start listening to nothing but that goddamn band. Yeah, actually, that's that's what happened. That's what happened. Coffins, Stormcrow split. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah, dude, I forgot how good that is. Okay, so good, dude. Okay, so I listened to that and that's what popped up. And don't ask me how I got to the Coffins <laughs> Storm Crow split, dude. I just remember you putting it on a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, both sides were amazing. And I dude, still Storm say Crow that Storm gold, Crow man. side is so fucking good, man. Like, they're solid. Yes. Solid fucking gold. And, and Coffins definitely killed it on that split, too. But, like, that popped up. And I was like, oh, I forgot. Coffins just put out a new record. And I just did. It's it's that good, so definitely we're gonna jam that tonight. But that's all I've been listening to, man. Honestly. Oh, what have you been watching? Yeah, watching? What? What? Huh? What have you been watching? What? No. Uh, huh? How's it going? No, I got you. <laughs> I'm fucking with you at this point. Um, what I've been watching? Three fingers of doers and some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I talked to you about this movie earlier, and the fact that you have not seen this movie blows my mind because since I was a kid, this has been on my list of, like, before it was on my list of movies, like, I seen it once, and I was a kid, and now I need to fucking see it again, but I don't own a copy. I got to hunt it down. And then it just became, it's on my fucking list. Motherfucking clue. If I had a dollar for every time this dude has told me to watch Clue... Since we've been friends, <laughs> I would quit my job and fucking just like do some awesome shit. Like have fucking I don't even know. Well, maybe it's time for you to check out Clue. I, I don't know. Should. I don't know what I to guess. say. Okay, I will. I I have to at this point. Like it's fucking gold. Oh, I I I. You told me the cast, and I'm like, I have to see it now. Okay. Good God. Mrs. White's talking about her husband's death. Christopher Lloyd's character. Or no, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name's character? The other guy. Uh, Tom. No, wait. Uh, you know who. I, I keep blanking his name all night. Oh, fucking uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. He's like, yeah, well, that was your first husband. He's like, what about your second husband? He's like, oh, he was an illusionist. He disappeared. He's like, yeah, but he never reappeared. He's like, <laughs> He wasn't a very good illusionist. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, okay, that's a in uh, in uh, in uh. Well, you said Mr. Ving's in it too, right? Lee Ving, dude. Lee Ving Mr. from Fear. Ving. Lee Ving from Fear plays Mr. Body, and he kills it at that role. He sells it totally. This movie's fucking gold. It's amazing. <laughs> I just for the fact that Lee Ving's in it, I have to fucking Mr. Ving. Here's another one for you. So, um, uh, what the fuck's her name in the movie? She's the uh, uh, I'm blanking on it. Whatever. I'm just gonna say she was the the maid. Okay. Blonde, big tits, talks with an accent. Okay. She is. Noah Vanderhaas' wife from Wayne's World 2. Really? Yeah. Do I frighten you? Or 1. Wayne's World 1. Do you want me to? Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I just say your wife's a babe. I just opened my mouth one day and out it came. <laughs> <laughs> Except in clue, she talks with a fucking like <laughs> accent. Oh, uh, that's because you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> this guy blows. <laughs> this guy blows donkeys. I have proof. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, so, okay. So, so before you go on, because I know you got more, I'm yeah. just gonna plug this real quick. I have to see Clue. I will, yeah, and I will. Me too. Yeah. Have you seen the Peanut Butter Solution? Uh no. I know of it. Have Stop not seen traffic it. because you're gonna need to. We're gonna find that somewhere, and we're gonna get because they have the VHS at a fucking flea market for twenty five bucks right now, and it's like a shitty looking slipcase but i might just spend the money because like why not right i want to say was that a that was that a book before a movie it might have been it might have been because i feel like i've had that i had that book when i was a kid i think it might have been a book don't think i've ever read it but i had that book when i was a kid yeah it was a dis i believe it was a disney movie but it came out in the 80s and it was uh Dude, I, I need to own that. I might just spend the 25 bones because no one's going to buy that. No one even knows what the fuck that is. <laughs> the Peanut Butter Solution was amazing. Anyone that's seen that movie, dude. What thrift store? What, what, what flea market is it at? I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. <laughs> because if I go there and it's not there, I know that I didn't buy it. <laughs> Let's just say it's one very, very close to you. One you've known for a very long time. I think I know what you're talking about. First rule is you do not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, maybe we can go there together one of these days. It's been a while, huh? Actually, yeah, it's been maybe a while. Maybe do time. like a, a so record store of. day and some pizza, some arcade, something, man. Yeah. Um, okay, go ahead. What else have you been watching? You'd have to do the peanut butter solution. Uh, outside of that, uh, this movie, uh, Savage, Savage Abduction. It's got um, Steve Oliver, Stephen Oliver, who's uh, Adam from Werewolves on Wheels. Okay. The main guy. Right. This right. is the movie he did after Werewolves on Wheels. Where have I heard that name of that? Savage Abduction? That sounds familiar. Dude. I think you're confusing. I think you're mistaking it for... Um, it's not like Savage Streets or anything like that. No, there's another one I'm thinking of. It's just I can't. I, I know what you're thinking of. I think, but I can't think of the name of it. Okay. This the whiskey's doing good. Oh yeah, dude, always does. Um, Works but yeah, time. it's not. This movie's not fucking that great. It could be fucking awesome. The premise is this guy, this like business type dude, wants these like two chicks, and he's basically gonna like kill them. And he hires like outlaw bikers to go grab them like just give them two ch- any two chicks he just wants two fucking chicks basically mm. and uh adam oliver or steven oliver is fucking the one dude from the mike gang yeah yeah they get these two chicks and it's just kind of like a real slow go nothing really happens fucking at all anything fucking movie premise wise could have been amazing and it's nothing's that it's just nothing there it was cool to see. <laughs> I might give it a whirl. I mean, yeah, give it a whirl. Like it's it's probably worth at least one watch, but it's not great. The end, like the last like thirty minutes, is probably the best part of the, the whole movie. movie. Yeah, gotcha. Seventies, I'm assuming. Yeah, seventy. Fuck, I'm trying to think. It was a year after Werewolves. Was was would it be like seventy three? I think seventy three. Okay, because I think Werewolves on Wheels was seventy two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um. 
Also watched fucking Stepfather again. The first original. Yeah. I feel like an idiot because Nate Pancakes, good friend of ours, mm-hmm. cool dude. Run oh, Secret Lair. Yes. And uh, at one time, Tape Eaters. Yeah, he ran the Tape Eaters when it was in Michigan. Very cool guy. Uh, awesome tape collection. Awesome horror yeah. movie uh, fan. Anyway, he posted the stepfather on Instagram, and I was like, dude, it had been so long since I had seen the movie, he just took a picture of the title screen, and I'm like, that that's not the remake, is it? That's the original? Like a, like like an idiot, like a fucking amateur. He's like, yeah, why would I watch? He wasn't being a dick, but he's like, of course it's the original. Like, why would I watch the remake? I'm like, dude, okay, I was hoping that it was because it's like, it's you and fucking. But I've seen the remake and it actually was not that bad. It's nothing compared. Dude, no one is Terry O'Quinn. Okay, let's just put that out there. Yeah. The first two Stepfather movies, Terry O'Quinn fucking nails that shit. And I like the third one, but not as much as the first two. And the first one's the best. Like, let's just put that out there. What I Okay, what I like about the third one, like, I don't mind the movie for what it is, but I, the best part of it is that they kill him with a fucking wood chipper. Absolutely. So they cannot bring that fucking franchise back. Right. Like, they just kill the franchise. That's how they need to fucking do shit. Yeah. And they know what's up. Yeah. Yeah, because that... I actually don't mind the third one. I didn't mind it. One day and I, I just, actually commented on his thing, and I was like, dude, the third one like is good, even though Terry Quinn, O'Quinn's not in it. And he's like, you know what? I, I don't even remember that. He's like, I remember seeing it years ago. I, I don't even remember anything from it. And I'm like, yeah, you might want to check out that wood chipper scene at the end because it's fucking amazing. One day I watched all three just back to back. Yeah, they're great. I have them all three on VHS, dude, and that third one's like out of print it's on like streaming services now but like a physical copy it's never gotten a dvd yeah, or so a blu-ray VHS. and i got it for like three bucks or something that's the thing it's out of print but it's fucking stepfather three nobody cares about it so if you can find it you can usually get it pretty cheap on vhs yeah and i liked it it was cool but that's cool you watch the first the first one that opening scene love it dude it resonates with me so much it's like such a vicious way to open a movie like Fucking Christ! You don't, you really don't know what's going on until he fucking walks all the way down the stairs to the front door, and then you realize what the fuck just happened, and you're like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, crazy." It's it's cool. It's a cool concept for sure. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, X-ray. Yeah, you were watching that when I came when I came over. I dig it. Me too. It's um. There's parts of it that I'm like, fucking come on, dude, pick up the goddamn pace. Yeah. Like almost, there's too many scenes of things that are supposed to happen. Like, I'm not gonna say slow mo because they don't make it slow motion, but it's like they pan the camera up super slow and then go back to the view of the person looking, yeah. and then start panning the camera up slow and like, dude, let's let's wrap this fucker up. Like, come on. Yeah. It's like they want suspense, and I get it, but but even that, the shit doesn't really detract from the movie. I actually... It's, uh, it's a fucking solid movie. Yeah, I like it. I actually bought it years ago on VHS, uh, the Hospital Massacre, like, book. Mm-hmm. MGM, UA. Yeah, the bookcase. Yeah, and I never seen it, never even heard of it, loved it dug it and like you said yeah there's some like flaws in it like 
but you know overall i thought it was really cool and the killer was pretty cool and dude there's uh, like visually there's some creepy fucking shit there is like i was like it's outside of the kills but just like visually with the killer and the shit they show and especially if you have like a thing for like hospital type stuff Mm -hmm. there's some fucking like real creepy fucking shots yeah there is the only thing that i didn't like about this movie and i don't want to get too much into it because we may actually talk about this one day just the uh back and forth about the dialogue like how much of this hour and a half are you going to take up arguing why they why she's in the hospital and why (laughs) and where dr jacobs is and have my x-rays come in and how long are you holding me here someone got murdered it's like okay we can shut up just like if it was a silent movie it'd be fucking great but no i actually like this movie i do there's some cool kills in it and some cool uh some cool stuff in this movie for sure yeah yeah um I think uh, then pretty much anything I can think of that's off the top of my head. That's all I got. Well, that's a pretty good list. I I only uh, I did uh, just before dawn the other day. All right. Uh, House on Sorority Row. Fuck! I Dude, couldn't even tell you the last time I watched that. That's why I put it on. I fucking haven't seen that movie in like eight years. I was like, dude, you know what? I'm gonna fucking watch this movie, man. And I liked it. I like it. It's good. Um, what else did I watch? I did fucking Sweet 16. All right. Slasher movie. Can't even think of who the fuck is in that movie. Uh, The chick from Friday the 13th Part 3. The main... Okay, yeah, Chris. yeah, yeah. Chris, the the final girl in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, the one who like attempted rape by Jason. Yes, and she also was in Lone Wolf McQuaid with Chuck Norris and David Carradine. Yeah, she was in Sweet Sixteen, and then I watched. Uh, let's see, Slumber Slumber Party Massacre Two. Mm. Why? <laughs> Why? I just it was. In the VCR already, so there's that, dude. If I were to walk into a party and they were watching that, I would eject the tape and drop kick it out the fucking window. <laughs> I don't see how people really like that movie. They argue that movie. They're like, this fucking movie is great. Oh, it's not like good. no, dude. It, one, three is better than two, mm-hmm. and three is just nothing but fucking like porn stars. No, actually, that's that's Sorority House Massacre two. That's basically nothing but porn stars. Yeah, but three is still way better than two. Yeah. No, yeah, three's great. I love three. It's super good. Um, I watched the second, the second one, and then I watched Fright Night. All right, yeah, that's that movie. Solid. It's a fucking solid movie. I do too. I, I I agree. I, yeah, I watched that. I just I don't know why I popped it in, but I was like, dude, fuck Fright Night, dude. It's been a long time. Let's do it. Why not? Never got into the second one. I mean, even never seen go the around. second one. I mean, I remember being horrible, but I just never got like. It was never great. Maybe watch again. I don't know. Yeah, it's just to me it falls under the whole like I've never seen Prom Night three or four. Yeah, and I've never seen the Howling after the f- original D Wallace one. And there's like five or six of them. Yeah, the fucking Shrews. <clears throat> was it Prom Night four, three? I don't fucking know. I don't see. I don't know that. I don't Last know enough Kiss about that one. Last Kiss was uh, three, and Deliver Us from Evil was four. Fuck yeah! Which one was the Prom one? Night? Oh yeah, which which fucking Howling was it where they're over in Europe? I don't. They're in the village, and it's like fucking like 
Yeah, I don't know. See, I don't know enough about that fucking franchise. I've seen a handful of them. I've only seen in the D Wallace. The original one is pure gold. Like it's yeah, it's awesome. the The practical effects they used in it were great. You know, so that's it though. That's it. And then you know some old Cheers. I've been streaming Cheers, and then the 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 Shield old FX show from like O <laughs> two to like O nine. Been jamming those like in when I can. That's it though, man. I've been going to sleep to the old episodes of Roseanne. Oh, those are always good, man. Can't you just can't get better than Roseanne? For, I could do Roseanne and Cheers all day. Yeah, all day. the old Roseanne's gold, man. Mm-hmm. Her now, not so much gold. Agreed. She got booted off the fucking. <laughs> they brought Roseanne back. She basically got booted off of it. Now it's just the Connors. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, that whole thing happened. But yeah, the fucking old Roseanne episodes are solid shit. I agree. I love them all. The whole thing. But here we here we are. We're going to do a little bit about a movie. Unless you have anything else you want to add. No, I don't think we need to get into anything else. Dude, there was a movie that came out in 1988. Or eighty-seven. Tell us or about eighty-nine. It. Tell us about it, Steve. It was called Edge of the Axe. Half parts Spain. It was a mix. It was half a, parts. It was U.S. A, it was a collaboration of sorts. Half the actors were Spanish. Half were American. Half parts of it were majority was filmed in Madrid. Big Bear. No, the majority was filmed in Big Bear Lake, California. Bear, okay. But parts of it also were filmed in Madrid. Yeah. And let's see. Where do I start with this one? This movie has an aesthetic that just resonates so well with me, especially considering it's a slasher film. The shots where the kills happen don't pan away. Kind of, It doesn't. It's, it's straight up a dude swinging an axe aggressively that's what I'm getting at (laughs) when I first seen this movie that's what grabbed me right away I'm like okay because you're used to like slashers in the 80s the bigger budget ones where they would cut away and you just had to use your imagination or you like you see the shot of the knife coming down and then you'll see a shot of what looks like something going in somebody's back but it's obviously two different shots yes this one is a single shot of somebody just hacking somebody with a fucking axe. Yes. And it happens more than once in this movie. Oh, Perfect yeah. example of what I'm talking about, the opposite of this movie, is the very first Friday the 13th when the axe comes down and hits the light in the bathroom. Yeah. And then it just is already in her face. The opening scene to this movie where the chick's in the car wash, which, what a fucking nightmare that would be. You, you go through an automatic car wash and just a dude in a pale white mask and a fucking axe just, like, breaks out your windshield and hacks you to death in the in the car wash? How does that happen? Okay, that just... <laughs> my interest is peaked at this point. I'm like, this is great, right? So, I don't know, man. I That's the best part about this whole fucking movie is, like, they don't cut away from the kill scenes. I love it. Yeah, they don't. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. This is a movie that came on '88. If this movie, I mean, it's it's got its following. It's it's known. Arrow just 
mm-hmm. within the past two like week within the past week released the Blu-ray. But I feel like this would have got a bigger and better reception if it came out like three to four years earlier. I would agree, absolutely. Before it really ran its course, this pretty much came out when slashers were fucking done, man. Yeah, I like know. nobody cared. Like everything was flooded. So another slasher was just fucking just noise, just white noise. Nobody gave a fuck. Not only that, to make it even worse, it wasn't released here on home video till '89, which was even worse. Yeah, like, they were really dead at that point. You had Halloween Five, Manhattan. They were still pumping them out, but they weren't. They didn't quite have the. You know, that was like what a year before, sucking Slumber Party Massacre Three. Yes. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah, and this is an unsung hero to me. Like, yeah, if this movie could have came out four years prior, it could have got a theatrical release. Absolutely, absolutely. There's no way this movie was, uh, even though it's low budget, and you can tell it's low budget just by the uh, credits, like how you know the I credits think they, look. See, I thought that too, but I think they're also playing on the fact of the two characters being big into computers. Oh, I didn't even think it's about supposed that. to be like computer type. I was yeah, thinking the same thing. Like, dude, that, what are they fucking using the goddamn like, like the green, the in-camera fucking effects. I got you. But I think it was because they're both in the fucking computers. That's my thought. I might be wrong. Didn't even think about that. That's a good point, man. But yeah, no, that's when you first see it, you're like, this is definitely gonna be a low budget movie. Yeah. But before the credits even roll, that car wash kill happens, and you're like, dude, cool. Like this is this is all right. And then it just gets it gets good. It gets good, and you know. It's not too much standing around twiddling your th- thumbs in this movie. There's some good like space between kills and dialogue to where they explain a story. There's some character development with like the chick and the dude. There's like one. It's like after that first kill is the biggest space where they're basically setting everything up. But even in that space where there's no kills there's still things that happen like they find a dead body yeah it's like another kind of almost like a shock but then once like the kills happen it's almost like there's a kill and then here's some story and then here's a kill and then here's some story it's like it nothing really drags yeah no it doesn't and I never got that feeling with this movie mm-hmm. at all and uh, a couple of uh, red herrings yeah you know kind so of peppered in there the director um the fuck was his name jose laraz yeah raz so he did like he did he's done a few movies he only did two more after this i think but he's done a few horror like stigma he's done uh rest in pieces he did um it was a deadly manner i think he did deadly manner like a year after this um he he said that this is his worst yeah worst like least favorite fucking movie that he's done he's not proud of it at all and I, I don't know about that, man. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you you have your opinions on your work, but fuck, man. I guarantee you did something that's way worse than this. Yeah. Oh, and they say that the UK video was cut down twenty six seconds, so they actually did water down the axe murder. Cut scenes. some of it and for the UK release. So it was about thirty seconds of the whole movie that just toned down the axe murders in the movie it's like fuck you know well literally this this movie is two or three days old 
on Blu-ray. I mean, it oh, just yeah, it yeah. literally yeah. just like this week. Well, it started. Yeah, they started shipping it the past week from Arrow. I mean, yeah. The, so like twenty years between twenty year gap between having the VHS release or having the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in between. I mean, obviously there was fucking like bootleg DVDs floating around. Oh, for sure. But it's like we didn't plan to do this movie based on the Blu-ray release. At least I don't think you did, did you? I thought about doing it. I want, I've wanted to do it for a while. And then I was like thinking about doing it, and then I didn't realize that the fucking Blu-ray came out. And I'm like, well, fuck, we shouldn't do that. And then I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. Yeah. Let's. I'm going to still see if Steve wants to do this movie this week because whatever. Maybe somebody's going to – they're on the fence and they actually listen to us and they fucking – will hear us and that'll be the deciding factor so let's just throw that out there it's worth picking up on blu-ray 100% worth like the I fucking so. kills the fucking feeling of this fucking movie um the soundtrack kind of like the soundtrack in the movie is worth it the end cap songs Oh no! Just no. ignore them. No, that weird country like Dolly Parton sounding shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, ignore yeah, that. Yeah, just ignore that. But, but the, hey, but the hey. song in the movies are great. No, yeah, like the score and yeah. stuff is cool. But but just keep in mind, the last theme song while the credits rolled at the end of My Bloody Valentine was horrible. Yeah, true, true, true. It was like a reincarnation of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, <laughs> and it's just terrible. So that doesn't. We're not judging. The movie by the <laughs> whatever songs that are played while the credits are rolling. Everything in this movie is great, and I would totally buy a Blu-ray. I'm. I mean, it's probably worth it for the extras alone that are that they're gonna have. Like, because honestly, I don't care about it being like 4K restored. And no, me neither. None of that. But the extras are gonna be there, and I haven't I haven't looked at what's on the Arrow Blu-ray, so I don't know exactly what they have. But going bypass what they usually have is probably gonna be. Some good interviews, fucking cut shit. It's probably gonna be worth it on that regard. I would agree. And then, honestly, you're gonna fans of like slashers in general are gonna see some familiar faces. Uh, the main guy, um, Paige Mosley, was actually in um, Girls Night Out. Nice. And then he was in the '87 film Open House, another horror film. Open House. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Okay. And then also the fucking uh, the professor from Pieces. Is in it? Yes. Yes. For a short minute. The professor, uh, yeah, I wouldn't touch that professor. You might have just destroyed some evidence. Yeah, the guy with the mustache? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I noticed that right away. That was cool. And then we have a weird, uh, like, a general Custer guy that's supposed to be, like, an inspector <laughs> or something. The fucking, like, train conductor inspector from the... 45th Regiment of the Civil War. I don't know who this fucking guy is. <laughs> just, just He's there when a chick gets ran over by a train. I, I seriously looked like his goddamn hat had like cross like rifles from the fucking like the Union soldiers kind cap. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he walked up to the two sheriffs like she died of dysentery. No, this is an Oregon Trail, dude. Like she was hacked to death. There's no way that a train did this or dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's got like the colonial mustache, and the oh, whole yeah, dude. gig is he's, like, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. <laughs> it's like, 
Like they were all fucking. They were, they were going to film somewhere, and they're about to do a fucking Civil War reenactment. And they're like, "Well, wait a second. Yeah, and he came over to bitch about them filming, and they already had it reserved for the reenactment. And they're like, "Well, how about you be in this role real quick? We'll get out of your hair." <laughs> it was so random. It's like this guy does not fit at all. But yeah, that was cool. Whatever. <laughs> it's like chick gets hacked up, like like prostitute gets hacked up under the train tracks, and she gets tossed onto the tracks. Total city environment. Then they flash to like two cowboys and a Civil War general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's up with that, dude? <laughs> like fucking. Like, oh, the armies must have came from the east. Oh, goodness. Wait, yeah, that was a, <laughs> a pretty rich moment. But uh, overall, yeah, I would say I would say definitely uh, if you haven't seen this movie and you like slasher movies especially, and I mean this, stalk and slash slasher movies with good kill scenes that don't cut away kills are solid the scenes are solid in this fucking movie the kills oh, yeah. are solid in this movie so good and the killer looks amazing too I could I could take it or leave it I there's love something it. about it I just said like, take it or leave it I love but, it it's fucking like I don't even know what it is about just the way he looked in the beginning when he walks in the car wash and there's like the windshield's all like covered in water and soap and he just emerges and then it's, it's great I, I loved it it's just a pale fucking faced killer dude I love it Dude, you know what's funny? I actually just remembered this. My VHS I got. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when I got it. Fucking, I think I might have, like, posted a picture of tapes, and that was, like, in it. And the next time I saw Mike, he was like, did you get that recently? I'm like, like maybe, like, six months ago. He was like, you beat out my girlfriend. My girlfriend was trying to get that for me for my birthday. Really? She had the max bid, and then you you outbid her at the last second. Aww. I'm like, oh, you know. Wow. So we well, should go. So I fucking stole the tape from Mike, basically. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> well, lucky fucking you, because I've looked this tape up a couple times. And I mean this, because I remember you bringing it to my house. And just think about this. I remember vividly that you brought over... This one, Intruder, and Stage Fright. Yeah. I own Intruder on VHS. I own Stage Fright. I do not own this one because of the price alone. I have looked this up four or five times sporadically, and I'm like, I'm not spending $65 on this fucking tape. It's not going to happen. If I happen to find it for 30 or under, I will buy it, whatever. I got Stage Fright Clamshell for a cheap price, and I got Intruder for a cheap price. And I just remember those three movies you brought over. I loved all three. Much to my despair, Intruder's cut to shit on VHS. I need to get the DVD because, you know, it's uncut. And I need to get that My Bloody Valentine restored footage DVD from 2000-whatever. I want to say somebody's, uh, I can't remember what company got the rights and they are doing a version with all the added gore scenes restored to look like they belonged that's cool but 
No, I don't mean you've already talked about it. I, I just love, love the seeing the, the numbers. <laughs> and, and it's shit. super fucking like raw Grainy. footage looking. Oh, it's especially it. the, uh, what do you call it? The uh, fucking, um, the dryer. The old dry scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it just, she pops out and she's smoking and just like the fucking the way it looks is so just gritty and just nasty. I love it. Yeah. And you know when the good shit's coming because the quality gets <laughs> way shittier. It's like. It gets fucking like. Raw quality. There's fucking. There's like, like a brown the number tip. counts at the bottom. You're like, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great, dude. I, I, I kind of want that in there. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I, I mean, I think. I mean, there's there's people who crave that like 4K resolution. They want shit to look. They want the shit to look as fucking crispy as it can. They don't care if it was like an SOV film. They want to get that fucking 4K 4K upgrade to Blu-ray. I think me and you are in that boat where, like, no, man, like, I would like these movies kind of downgrade that shit. Me too. Yeah. It just it gives it a raw feel. Yeah, it does. It gives it that, like, fucking I was actually bootleg VHS in your parents' basement when you're 12 years old and you shouldn't be watching this type feel. It does. Which I, I know that's, like, an age thing where younger kids now, they, they don't even understand what the fuck that means. They don't understand that feeling of having, like... You had to get this fucking VHS tape from somebody, and you don't know where it really came from. And oh, we're gonna check this out. Like, yeah, shit's been recorded over. Shit's available times. online now, man. You can I find know. fucking anything. I know. But just before we wrap this up, I was gonna say, dude. I was gonna say, the mix. You had some mixtapes back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Which I love. I love mixtapes, VHS tapes. The footage, the scenes from. Movies I've seen a thousand times. The quality and the look of those scenes on your mixtape looked more awesome than my VHS. It was even more grainy with more of a weird brown tint, more of a... <laughs> how did that happen? I think um, Tavi... Dubbing, man. Tavi made Tavi. you a... She made you a really cool mixtape one time at, in, in, at a tape swap. And gave it to you, and we took it home and watched it. And I'm like, how did she get the Friday the 13th scenes to look like that? Is that just from a tape being recorded over 100 times? Or I swear to God, because like I have the VHS tapes, the Paramount slipcase, whatever, and I, yeah. they, they look the way they look on VHS, but on the mixtapes, they looked way older and more dingier. And it looked way cooler. And then it cuts to like weird shit coming out of buttholes and shit, like whatever. Oh, cool. Oh, you're talking. Okay, I know which mixtape you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, dude, I'm like, but just the, <laughs> the footage of like, yeah, those crazy fucking mixtapes. Fucking abortion bin mixtape. Good and God. Fucking, um, fucking craziness. Fucking horror church mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. I know which mixtape you're talking about. Yeah, Tabby didn't make those. She, okay. Ta- Tabby showed me. Oh, no. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Tavi turned me on to Crazy Dave's. Crazy Dave's. Crazy Dave's mixtape. I think it's Crazy Dave's. It's yeah, Crazy Dave's mixtape. Which yeah, she gave me a burned copy of one of them, and then I ended up buying the rest of them after that. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking Those about those fucking now. crazy tapes. Used to throw on, and it's just the highlight. <laughs> other than the weird shit that was in there, the Friday the Thirteenth footage or the Nightmare on Elm Street footage looked so cool. Maybe I'm confusing the fucking Tabby thing. She made you the cassette tape. Yeah, she used to do... The Nightmare um, on Elm Street. Uh, she used to do Poor Milk, and okay. it was uh, mixed cassette tapes. She did a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street one. She yeah, did a... Which was really cool. Um, 
John Hughes one, or was it just a straight up Breakfast Club one? She did a bunch of like weird, and she did a Van Damme one. Nice, I remember that. Yeah, really cool, good stuff. But anyway, yeah. So, fuck, man. Anything you want to add? Because this like, it's about that time, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else I have to add. Um, Edge of the Axe, man. Check it out. Pick it up. Absolutely, I agree. S- support Arrow Video. I mean, they've been doing some solid work. Grab that shit. Mm-hmm. Or don't support them and then grab the VHS. Do that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Pick your poison. Either way, I, I prefer the VHS, but I'm not going to. I'll spend less on the Blu ray than I will on the. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's true. kind of well. I guess it's depending on if you get it with the slipcase or not. Yeah. The Blu-ray's fucking getting pricey already. Yeah, but I think it's because of the people fucking selling the ones with the with the slipcase because they were limited. Yeah, it makes sense. It's the new thing. Capitalism. Yeah. So, all right. So, this is uh, if you want to reach out to us, maybe drop us a line. I don't know where where would you do that, Jared? Um, Oh, fucking the internet. The intro net. Chatting with your friends on the intro net. <laughs> hit us up. Uh, you go on our website, burnofferingspodcast.com. You can hit us at uh, contacts at burnofferingspodcast.com. We're on uh, Instagram as burnofferings underscore podcast. And we are on Twitter at, at burnofferings underscore and uh, yeah, that's basically it. Fucking throw us a line. Just, I don't even care. Fucking anything. Questions, comments, things you want to talk about. Fucking top ten lists, top five lists. Fucking I don't care what our favorite uh, ball of yarns and yarn stores would be if we had them. Yeah, and if we did, we'd open up a place called the Yarn Barn. Okay, so <laughs> that's that exists. it. That is that that place exists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, later on. See ya. <laughs>